once upon a time, about a year ago, I think, I, freshman year Madeline, decided to delete TikTok, right? And she was like, this will be so great. Um, I'm so sick of it. I hate all like the negativity and blah, 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 whatever, social media. Like I won't scroll. I'll be able to focus. Like, yes, this will be so good. And it was so good for about a month. And then she discovered Instagram Reels. And at first it was like, okay, like I'd only look at them a little bit. Instagram didn't really have my algorithm down. Like they didn't really know what I like to see. We were good. Until, yeah, until I really started to get into Instagram Reels. And ever since then, it has just been downhill, downward spiral. I have seen a lot of crazy things on Instagram Reels and because of Instagram Reels. Like things I don't even think these people are posting on TikTok. Like I think they're just posting them on Instagram Reels. But the number one thing that I have seen so much of and that has been getting on my nerves so much are these like middle-aged, not even middle-aged, they seem like they're in their 30s or like late 20s. And there are these women who are moms and wives and it's their whole personality and they just love to talk about how like they submit to their husband and they're like four ways I submit to my husband every day. And you know, like, okay, that's your personal decision. I'm never going to tell anyone how to live their life. Like you do you, but also like on the one hand, I don't like it because like, I feel like, you know, what like you're going to provoke by posting something like that. And it feels a little bit like a cry for attention. And also I feel like it's kind of a bad role model thing to be putting out there for young girls. Like definitely if this is what you want to do with your life and you want to be a stay-at-home mom and a stay-at-home wife, like I'm not going to go out here and say it's an easy job. Like I, it's definitely not an easy job. It's definitely not something I could do. Um, and like, I don't want to devalue that or anything, but like to talk about, oh, I'm submitting to my husband. Oh, I, you know, like, it's just not what like some of the younger kids who have social media should be seeing. Like, this isn't the impression. And the fact that they're moms who are like raising children is terrifying. Like, are you really raising your children to be like that? Like, I don't know. It just, it scares me a little bit. But the thing that absolutely enrages and indignates me to like, like whenever I see it, I'm like, ooh, is these people are always trying to drag the Bible into it. And they're like, this is why I do this. Um, Because God told me to, you know, like in the Bible, it's, I'm going to, I'm going to stop you right there, lady. Shut your mouth. And like, it's not even just these women. Like genuinely, it has been a thing for since the dawn of time. Or, I don't know, since the dawn of time, but since the Bible has been around, people have been trying to use it as reasons why women are less than men. Oh, God is a man, thus men are better. 
you know, we're basically gone. Oh, la, 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 la. You know, it, as I read the history textbook and they're like, oh yeah, um, we didn't let women do anything because in this religious text, it said this, or it said this, or it said that. People are always trying to use religion to justify why we're racist, why we're misogynistic, why we're sexist, like, you know, whatever. And, you know, there's a lot of reasons that's wrong. But the other night I was really thinking about it in literally book one of the Bible. The minute you open your Bible, the first thing that you see, the first story, number one, Genesis. Literally the point of the story, or actually I think it's Genesis two. I forget. I think it's Genesis two though. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it is. I took a test on this. I know what I'm talking about. (laughs) Totally. But in Genesis two, it's just Adam for a while. And like, there is no Eve yet, right? It's just Adam. It's man, I think, is just walking around minding his own business. And, you know, he's like ruling over everything. He's watering the gardens, feeding the animals, doing whatever God told him to do. And he's just like really lonely because he's hanging out with a ton of elephants and grass that like, you know, aren't quite on his level. And he's kind of like, I'm bored. Because, you know, he's just kind of being surrounded with things that are a little bit, like, lesser than him. Like, not at his level. And he needs something at his level. And so then God is like, I got you. And puts him in a coma. And then goes into his body and takes out his rib. And then from that rib creates woman or Eve who is his equal. And that's her whole point is she's supposed to be his equal. She's supposed to be a hundred percent at his level you know and then like when he comes out of his coma and he sees her there's like I don't know a whole like mini paragraph about he's like yes oh my gosh everything makes sense now like we're perfect like let's hold hands and skip and it's great because she is his equal and she is you know and I forget exactly what it said but he was like now like I'm not lost like everything everything makes sense like you know and that was literally like they're, they're supposed to be equals, both mentally, emotionally, like, 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 they're just supposed to be on the same level, and they were, and that's why, you know, like, a dog and a human are not on the same level, no offense, meals, but, like, you're kind of stupid, and that's why, like, they're our pets, and we can still love them, and that's great, but, like, the whole reason man and woman are supposed to be, like, made for each other is because like they're equals so everybody who pulls that crap out and is like well and I've seen it like in different ways like you know oh she like came from him so like he's better like he's the original uh no stupid like that's stupid like come on now you know I I just like I don't know and then they try to pull random lines out of like the middle of the bible and they're like well, this could be interpreted this way. No, shut up. Shut up. Go back. Go back to page one. Reread the first book of the Bible and then come back and talk to me. You know? And even in even in like Genesis like one, like Adam and Eve were created at the same time. So like in, in like none of the creation stories was there ever like, oh yeah, well, God made both man and woman, both Adam and Eve, but he kind of liked man better. Uh, no, no, you're wrong. Like, 
and it's just been getting on my nerves because I hate it when people are like stupid like (laughs) that's my number one pet peeve is like when people just say things that are incorrect and it's just like wrong and it's like do you even have a brain it just bugs me so much and I've been getting so many of these videos on my for you page or my I don't even have a for you page anymore it's on Instagram whatever it is I just like see them and it like makes me want to start vomiting it's like you're wrong you're wrong and like you can still submit to your husband and do whatever you want to do like I'm not gonna tell you to stop living your life how you want to live it like you do you girl but also like shut up you're wrong don't say that like no like about the bible like you can say it and you can do it because you want to like but the minute you try to say oh because god told me to no go away like women did not fight for the ability to be seen as real human beings just for you to read one line of the bible and be like hmm maybe maybe we aren't no honey this has been debated about for like hundreds of years people have wondered hmm should women be created i mean should women be treated equal hmm hmm and after hundreds of years we they were finally like oh yeah maybe they should and just because you all of a sudden decide to question that doesn't mean that we should so anyways yeah enough of that that needs to stop thank you welcome back to diatribes of a teenage girl i am your host madeline ann and i am severely suffering from the bubonic plague i don't know if you can hear it in my voice but i'm really going through it i'm currently home from school everything hurts my head hurts my nose hurts my throat hurts my stomach hurts the skin around my nose hurts from how much i've had to blow my nose i am just my ears hurt my jaw hurts. I don't even know why I'm talking. Everything is in pain. But with this pain comes a little bit of rage because I have nothing to do but sit here and think. So we're going to be diatribing hard here today. And if you don't know what diatribe means, it means an excessive verbal attack. And I think I'm just going to define it every episode because it's fun. An excessive verbal attack is really fun to say. You should try it. But um, we're back, and I'm a little bit under the weather. But nevertheless, we keep going. I got to deliver what the people want to hear. So buckle up, because I have a lot to say this episode. Okay, so this first half of the episode is actually brought to you by yourselves. Because (laughs) for those of you who don't know... I made an Instagram for this podcast. It's Diatribes of a Teenage Girl. It's all one word, no spaces, no capitals. It's literally just Diatribes of a Teenage Girl. Um, Oh my goodness, are you guys hearing this? It's dreadful. But anyways, um, if you're not following it, you totally should. Because, yeah, I did like a little Q&A and it was just like, I wanted to see what people's hot takes were because I think it's kind of fun to respond to people's outlandish things because sometimes I just see something and I'm like, no, or like, yes, wait, I agree with this so much. And (coughs) I just figured that'd be fun to do. And I figured it'd be fun to have a little bit more say from you guys, but I was going to wait and see if the responses were actually good. And they are like those of you who responded to it, some of them I'm a little bit flabbergasted with but anyways we're gonna be doing 
a little bit of breakdown of everything that you guys had to say. So you should definitely go follow me. Again, it's Diatribes of a Teenage Girl. No spaces, no capitals, just Diatribes of a Teenage Girl. Um, and yeah, I'm, I'm excited. So you should go follow. I'm very, very certain I'll probably do more of these because it's fun. Um, so yeah, get ready. Okay, so the first hot take I don't know if I should name nameners or not. I don't think I'm going to. I think I'm going to keep it a mystery. And maybe you guys can guess if you want to. Um, <laughs> but anyways, our first hot take is Noah Khan is the male version of Taylor Swift. So I actually really don't have a lot to... No, I do have a lot to say. But I don't have a very strong stance on this. Because I have not listened to Noah Khan that much. I think the only song I've heard by him is Stick Season. And that's only because, like, my friends have played it and I've been there. And I was like, oh, okay. I, like, I really have not listened to him that much. And I don't have a deep desire to. <laughs> like, his music gives off very, like, folk music. Like, it's very New England music. And, like, I know, I know he's from New England. And that really just makes sense. Like, I can't explain it. But if New England were to have a genre, it'd definitely be, like his music um so yeah I can kind of see it like stick season was a good song like I can't I can't lie Taylor Swift makes good songs it's very like written like there was a purpose there you know he's not just singing for the beat it's not yes and by Ariana Grande whoo that is a bad song if we're gonna talk about bad songs but yeah like he's got a little bit more there he's got something to say which I definitely think like is very much aligned with Taylor Swift. And I think she's kind of brought on like a new like generation and like new genre of like songwriting because I don't know. I feel like people did like write songs like before, you know, with meaning like before Taylor Swift, but like she like writes stories in her songs. Like, you know, and like you can understand what she's saying. It's not just like, a chorus and a couple verses it's like oh no she's like building something here and I feel like after her has come like you know Gracie Abrams Olivia Rodrigo Sabrina Carpenter Maisie Peters like all these people that people have like put into like the Taylor Swift family like I don't know I feel like she kind of started that wave um and yeah I definitely think Noah Khan falls under that genre like from the one song I've heard by him. And actually, that's not true. I've heard a couple of clips of him, like, online. I don't even know, but, like, in the background of videos. And he, you know, he seems to know what he's talking about. And he did do a song with, like, Gracie Abrams. And I know he has one with Lizzie McAlpine. And, like, those are two artists I definitely would consider as, like, Taylor Swifty type of songwriting. So, yeah, I could totally, totally see it. But... I feel like I'd have to do a deeper dive into his music to have, like, a stronger stance on this. Okay, this next one is, like, actually wild. And, like, uh, like, can you hear my mom's iPad in the background? Like, this next one, I actually have so much. Like, I, I know I've said, like, buckle up and brace yourselves a couple times now. But, like, if you're not sitting down, you might want to sit down. Because I don't think I've ever heard anyone say this before buzz cuts and mullets 
are actually so cool. Girl. No, I'm just kidding. Because I actually like, I have been such a hater on this for so long. Like I've, what, like, why would you do that to your hair? But like in the past year, I've like sat down and done some meditation and I actually think like a buzz cut can kind of be a good look like for some people like I feel like it has to be somebody who has the confidence to do it like I don't think like if I were to just go out and get a buzz cut like it would not look good on me because I would not have confidence and I would be like no this is a bad idea but like I just think there are some people who like yeah, I'm going to get a buzz cut. And it's like, holy crap, you look amazing. And then I remember there was one girl I saw who like, I don't even know. I think it was on Instagram reels, but she was like, I hate hair. Like I hate having long hair. I hate having to pull it back. Like I hate when it's in my face. Like I'm just going to get rid of it. And she totally buzzed all of her hair off. And I remember watching her do it. And I was like, why would you do this? Like your hair is gorgeous. Like, why would you do this? And then after it was buzzed, Like, she was totally rocking it. And it was one of those things of, like, you know, you could tell she definitely did not like her long hair. And she was happier with the buzzed hair. And just kind of, like, she was like, yes, I love this. And I was just kind of looking at it. And I was like, you know, you're rocking it, girlfriend. Like, good for you. You were totally killing a buzzed look. And, like, I'm just going to say it. Tom Blythe in the new (laughs) Hunger Games movie, he buzzed his hair. I remember everyone was talking about, oh, he buzzed his hair. Why would he do that? The whole time before I saw the movie, I was like, why would he do it? And then he buzzed it. And I was like, you know, he's still kind of rocking it. And yeah, I just think like some people can totally pull off a buzzed haircut. And I do not think I'm one of those people. And I think some of the kids who are like, oh, I'm going to go buzz my hair. And then they do it. And it's like, oh, you should not have done that. You know, so I'm not going to say like, Like, I think there's some haircuts that just look good on everyone. Like, truly, I just do believe that. And I do not think a buzz cut is one of them. But, like, I think for some people, you can pull it off. And I do think it is so cool. Like, I think that's the particular phrasing of this hot take is valid. Like, it's cool. Like, it is kind of cool. Like, you know, it's just, like, one of those cool things to do. Like, I, I can't explain it. But, like... It is kind of a cool thing to do. Like, I feel like, I don't even know what I'm saying anymore. But cool just totally describes it. Mullets, however. I don't, listen, I just don't like them. Like, I don't think I should be making a decision on this. Like, because I do think some people, like, like them. And I'm just not one of those people. Like, I just don't like it. I think it looks weird. And thus, like, Tom Blythe could go out and get a mullet. And, like, just knowing that it's a mullet, like, I would be like, oh, like, oh, oh, like, no. And then I think what's even worse than mullets are the skullets. Who, who even invented that? Like, the person who invented a skullet genuinely probably had no life and no friends and no one to love him. Because... Ooh. So, yeah, I guess I would prefer a mullet over a skullet, but also, like, why would you get a mullet? Like, it, ugh. 
It's just such a bad idea. I've never seen a good person. A good person. Oh my gosh. I've never seen a person look good with a mullet. In my life. Ever. And like. I, I just. I can't. I can't picture someone looking good with a mullet. I think we just. I guess we just need like. Like 2024. We need like. Somebody who's hot to get a mullet. And like show us that it can look good. And if they can't. Then I guess. There's your answer, folks. But no, to me, mullets, they're also not cool. To me, they're like what the popular kids do when they like want to seem funny. And like, because in my school, a ton of kids just decided to get mullets. And they were like, oh, let's all get mullets. Why would you do that? Like, stupid decision. So to me, it's just tainted by that. Like, it's not a cool thing to me. I don't know. I just think it's. I don't know. I can't get behind mullets. But buzz cuts, I can get behind. Only on certain people, though. Okay, the next one, I'm, like, trying to figure out. Because, well, actually, the next few are have been spammed by the same person. But they were spammed at different times after I told her to give me more. So the first one is raw tofu, all I have to say. Okay, I... Is that a thing? Like, because, okay... I'm I'm just confused here. So like we're gonna we're gonna talk this one out. Tofu is supposed to be a substitute for meat. So I thought it was just like a vegetable. How how can it be raw? Like I'm confused. Like isn't it just like a thing? Like isn't it not like a meat? Like the heck is is it just uncooked? Like Yeah, that's what raw is, right? Uncooked. So uncooked tofu. But you can eat it uncooked, right? Like, it's not like it's going to... Maybe I should Google this. Like, maybe that's what... Whoa, I can use my phone while still recording. This is a game changer, guys. I did not know this. Ooh, okay, wait. We're going to Google this. Do some information. I did not know I could use my phone. Okay, wait. Let's see. Can you eat raw tofu? When pregnant. No, I just want to know if you can eat it. Oh, yeah. So any of them can be eaten raw. It's also important to store tofu properly to prevent germs from going on any unused portions. <laughs> That's terrifying. But also, like, it's the same thing with meat. Is it good? Yeah, it's soybeans. Okay, wait. So I guess it's just a matter of flavor. I've never even eaten regular tofu in my life. I actually had a vegetarian phase. I was like, guys, I don't want to eat meat. And then my mom was like, okay, well, you have to read a book about it, like, you know, to prepare yourself. And the first book I found, the whole first chapter was just like, it's a good thing you made this decision. It was like a vegetarianism for kids. And the whole first chapter is like, it's a good thing you made this decision because basically if you ever eat meat, you'll get cancer and diabetes and die at the age of like 15 so, yeah, you're smart. You're, like, actually saving your life. And anyone you know in your life who's still eating meat, like, say your goodbyes now. And I remember actually crying after reading that. And then I was too scared to eat meat, so I, like, continued down the vegetarianism path. But also, like, I, no one in my house knew how to properly do that. So then I just was, like, I don't want to say underfed, but I was not getting enough protein. So then, like, one day I almost passed out. And I was like, okay, I think it's time to stop this. And ever since then, I've been back to my carnivorous ways. But I've never had to- tofu before. At least not willingly. Maybe my mom snuck it in my food. She used to do that a lot. 
she actually sneaks stuff in my smoothies. Like, she'll be like, hey, man, you want a smoothie? And I'll be like, yes. And then she'll be like, okay. And then I drink it. And I'm like, ooh, something's off. And she's like, that's because I put cucumbers in it. And I'm like, ew. But so anyways, that was this person's first hot take. Then the next hot take was, I, dot, 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 am the mole. (gasps) Oh my gosh. See, this stemmed from our spy kids conversation. Remember? Spy. Actually, if you don't remember, you're a fake fan. You need to go back and listen to episode two. But anyways, basically, yeah, she's, she's the mole, guys. Get her out of here. I feel like I should reveal her identity now, but I'm not going to. Oh, then the next one is, you're hot, and then in parentheses, take. Guys, like, like people are going to think I'm writing these in about myself. Like, come on now. Guys, got to stop it. The next one is just BuzzFeed quizzes, dot, dot, dot. I actually love them more than life itself. Like, I think when I'm older... I need to become a BuzzFeed quiz maker. Because the thing that I love about them is they're so inaccurate and they're so obvious. Like, if you ever, like, oh my gosh, I used to take so many anytime I'd finish a book. Like, what character am I? What Hogwarts house would I be in? What Camp Half-Blood Cabin would I be in? What Hunger Games district would I be from? Like, sixth grade Madeline stockpiled so many of them. And I always hated them because it would be like, like for the Hogwarts house one, it would be like, do you think you're mean, brave, nice or smart and it was like oh my gosh how much more obvious like what's your favorite color red yellow purple or green get out of here with that but i think it's kind of the magic of it is like you can rig them that used to be my favorite thing to actually no i used to hate that but like now i love to rig them like i'll be like oh oh my favorite color is yellow and then i'll be like oh my gosh i got hufflepuff Surprise, surprise. Oh my gosh, I never would have imagined. I am a Hufflepuff though. So I know I have a friend who always is trying to tell me that I'm not. And that enrages me. Like, like I took, I took a whole formatted test. My old like middle school used to have a Harry Potter. Like, I don't even know if it was a fan club. It was so much more. And when you joined, you had to get sorted. And she gave us this like paper test. I think I still have it. And it was like, it was from some fan, like, it. oh my gosh, it was crazy, and, like, it was, like, 50 questions, you had to circle it, and I genuinely, they were so difficult, like, I could not have guessed, like, that was not one you could rig, and I got Hufflepuff, and I was so flabbergasted, because I never considered myself a Hufflepuff before, but, like, now that just makes sense, and, like, I really feel like I am a Hufflepuff, and I just have a friend who's always, like, no, don't you know me, I have the official results probably still sitting up in my room somewhere, my, like, number two one after that was, like, Slytherin. And I remember being, like, what? But so, anyways, I'm a little bit evil, guys. Anyways, then her next one is funk music is good. Never in my life have I listened to funk music. And never in my life will I listen to funk music. So you can shut your mouth with that. Then... After that, her last one is Diatribes of a Teenage Girl is the best podcast. Again, I say people are going to think I'm writing these myself. But this is just proof that the fans love it. And anyways, yes, I agree. This isn't a hot take. This is a known fact. This is actually the number one podcast on 
every podcasting platform ever, actually, in case you didn't know. Or it should be, anyway. Let's get it there, guys. Let's get it to number one. <laughs> Let's do it. Stream this. Send this to your friends. Send this to your family. Let's get me to the top, guys. Okay, and the next one is, like, really interesting. It's cereal is a weird concept. You're telling me I am weird because I don't want to eat something crunchy in milk. So clearly this person's a hater. Just kidding. Um, but actually, I agree with this strongly. Like, I love cereal. I eat cere- I actually haven't eaten cereal in a long time because I've been converted to bagels. But cereal used to be, like, my number one breakfast food. And every now and then, I'll just have, like, a good bowl of cereal. And I love cereal. But it is so strange. And I think about it a lot. Like, you know, like, when you would leave it there for too long and it would get soggy? Like, that was weird. Like, what? Like, you're telling me I'm putting that in my body. Because, like, then when you think about it, it's just sitting in your stomach and getting soggy. So, like, but, like, yeah, why are we making it? wet but also crunchy but not even wet it's milk it's milk we're not allowed to have milk in my house we just have fake milk but yeah cereal is really strange like i have to agree with this i feel like a lot of foods people just like came up with are strange eggs as a whole are a weird concept why are there so many different ways to make them personally i'm a scrambled egg girly but yeah i don't know it's it's strange like a lot of breakfast foods are weird. American breakfast foods are weird. I think it's crazy how in like most countries there aren't like breakfast foods. Like it's just like food. And like that makes sense. Like why can't I eat a bowl of soup for breakfast? But also like saying that aloud is like whoa, 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 whoa. No. Like, you know, it, I don't know. It's weird. But it also like, I don't know. Breakfast is just strange. Like I, I don't even really think I have like a rant about this like this to me is just like pondering again like what what is cereal why is cereal who is cereal you know so the next one i can't really say because it's calling somebody out in particular (laughs) but basically it's insulting one of my favorite teachers in the world because actually this teacher is crazy but that's why i love her dearly so to the person who sent this in you know who you are now, all I have to say is she's psychotic. Yes. But she's also my favorite teacher ever. I don't even have her anymore. But she's my favorite teacher. And I love her. And you need to take your hate and go put it somewhere else. Because you are a hashtag hater against my fave. And that will not stand on this podcast. Thank you and good night. Okay, so... This episode's getting really long, and I know that. But I just have to let you all know that this next one, ooh, I have a lot to say. So the next one is girls who hate on Taylor Swift crave male attention. Okay. So I have so much to say. So basically, I love Taylor Swift very much. I have since I was little. You know, she was always like, playing in my house red was like one of the albums I'd always dance to bath time we'd listen to Taylor Swift like you know it was just my jam ever since I was little and I have always loved her and you know she's one of those artists who has just always 
stayed in my top five. Sometimes she's my favorite, sometimes she's not because my favorites always change with the wind, but she's always been like up there, up there. You know, I love, I I know all of her songs mostly, I think. I at least know, I know all her albums, I should say. You know, then some of her singles and stuff, I know most of, I think at this point, but you know, I like, I'm not too over the top with it. I don't think like, you know, I love her. I listen to her. She's probably got a song on at least all of my playlists. Like, you know, but I'm not psychotic. And I do think some of the fans in the past couple years have gotten progressively crazier and crazier as I talked about in the first episode. But like, she's at a point where she is so famous that like if you're gonna say like you don't like her like you gotta know somebody's gonna come for you like like (laughs) like you know what I mean like 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 you know she's just so like she's probably at her peak right now or maybe she's not I don't even know she's just like going crazy like she's winning all of the awards for everything you know she's being nominated for everything she's put out what is it three albums this year I think a movie she's on tour she's still going on tour she broke up with her longtime boyfriend and is now dating friggin Travis Kelsey like she's just everywhere right now and all I gotta say is like good for her You know, I'm a little bit worried, honestly, because like, you know, everyone says like, what goes up must come down. Like, I feel like this is going to end and it's not going to end well, but you know, she's killing it right now. And I think most girls at least are like seeing that and supporting that. And I do think, I don't want to say men because like, it's not all men, but there is a certain group of angry and hateful and spiteful people who just hate to see people winning and they don't like Taylor Swift. So they're like, oh, well, she shouldn't. And like, I do think a big portion of it is guys because I don't think guys like Taylor Swift because I don't know, they don't like happiness. You know, it's like, (laughs) you know, the SNL skit where like men don't support each other, Colin. That's this same thing. Like men don't support each other. They don't really hype each other up. Other than Ryan Reynolds, I don't really think guys, like, come together to support celebrities like this. And I think they hate to see it a little bit. And I think there are certain girls and certain pick-me's who, because that's what the original person who said this originally said, pick-me's. But I do like the way she phrased it. Um, Like, I do, I really do believe that, like, saying this, you're looking for something. And whether it's male attention or whether it's a fight, like, I think at this point, people know what they're saying when they're like, I don't like Taylor Swift. And I'm not saying that means you need to like Taylor Swift's music. And I'm not saying that means you need to be like, um, in her top 0.5% of listeners, or whatever. But, you know, as my friend always says, like, she is a Taylor Swift ally. You know, she doesn't really like Taylor Swift's music that much. But she appreciates the woman like it's not like Taylor Swift has done anything bad like you know what I mean like she's a pretty non-controversial celebrity and I think the only negative thing that she's done is all these co2 emissions 
which I'm sorry, but you can't tell me is people just finding an excuse to hate on women. Like, I really like how many celebrities out there are doing stuff that is not good for the environment. Like, truly, you know, it is a fact of life. Some of our politicians are doing not so nice things. People were thinking about electing into the presidency, you know, like environmentally, like, you know, there's so much, you know, they said it in the good place. Like it's very hard to be a human being, you know, with all the corrupt companies, like you buy roses and it turns out the company that you bought it from is actually hateful. I don't know. The good place phrased it very well. But I think for all of the good she's putting out into the world, all that happiness she's giving people, like all the good things that she's doing, like, yes, it is coming with the cost. But I think the people who keep bringing it up and are like, um, 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 like y'all are just finding an excuse to hate on her. And really the only reason you're finding an excuse to hate on her is because you want to seem different. You want to start an argument. You are looking for male attention. Like, I don't know. It's just... It's really something when I hear it, it's like, oh, you are, oh, because like, I really just think like Taylor Swift is at such a peak right now. Like, you know what you're saying when you say you don't like her. And even if you do don't like her, like, I feel like it's one of those things of like, okay, like, but let's keep it to ourselves. You know, like, I feel like if you're saying it, you're looking for a fight and I'm not trying to befriend people who are looking for a fight, looking for anything. If you say things looking for a reaction, looking for a something. I don't like that. And I feel like that's what people who say they don't like Taylor Swift, they know what they're saying. They know what they're looking for. They know, and that's, they're looking for something and they're trying to start something. They're looking for a reaction. And I just think that is such a negative thing. And that is one of the things of like, I will always judge you if you do something like that. Always. (laughs) Just kidding. I try not to be that judgmental, but like, I will take note of it. And like, that's judgment, but whatever, whatever you get what I'm saying. And then, um, yeah, so that's the rant. But then this girl also said this school is full of hillbillies. And I just think that's really funny because yeah, our school is a wild, it's the wild, wild west. Crazy kids, crazy kids. Okay. The next one, Jacob Alordi is not it with a vomiting emoji. And really, I've never related to something so much in my life. (laughs) Everyone just, like, loves him. And, like, honestly, I really don't have personal beef with him. Like, it's not a guy, like, a wee bad guy. But, yeah, I just don't really find him that attractive. Oh, my God. I just knocked the mic out of my hand. Whoops-a-daisy. But, yeah, he's just, like, I don't know. He reminds me so much of Nash Hawthorne because all of the people that have, like, fan cast him as Nash Hawthorne but like that's all that I see when I look at him and out of all the book characters like Nash Hawthorne just gets on my nerves and if you don't know who that is like I'm sorry but he's from the inheritance games great book you should read it but Nash Hawthorne is not it he's just annoying and that's just like now like projected on a Jacob Elordi and it's not Jacob Elordi's fault and he did nothing to deserve that but every time I look at him all I see is Nash Hawthorne. And the fact that Jacob Elordi is not walking around with a giant cowboy hat. No estabian. Like, I just, I feel like I see him in a cowboy hat and cowboy boots with a southern accent being Nash Hawthorne. And the fact that he's not doing that scares me a little bit. 
But also, if he were doing it, it would make me hate him. So, yeah, I don't know. All the people who are like, oh, Jacob Elordi, my love. All I see is Nash Hawthorne. Like, all that's all that I can see. So I just kind of look at him and I'm like, ugh. You know? Yeah, I just, Nash Hawthorne. Oh my gosh, Nash Hawthorne. I'm getting confused now, guys. The sickness is eating away at my brain. But, yeah, all the people who love Jacob Elordi. And the only other thing is like, Jacob Elordi, like, always plays these terrible characters. Like, he played, well, I mean, he was the guy in Kissing Booth. And that was, like, scratching the surface. Like, that's where he was kind of like, oh, look, I'm somewhat normal. I'm just playing a little bit of a bad guy. Because I did hate the guy from Kissing Booth. What's his name? Oh, Noah. Noah from Kissing Booth. Yeah. So when he was Noah from Kissing Booth, like, it was a little bit of a red flag. Because I hated Noah from Kissing Booth. But it wasn't, like, anything you could put your finger on. Then he was in Euphoria. I forget who he even played in Euphoria, but that guy was wild and he was like cheating on his girl. There were so many things wrong with that character. And then he was Elvis in Priscilla, another red flag. And now I haven't even seen Saltburn. I don't want to see Saltburn. Actually, I haven't seen any of these movies except Kissing Booth, but I don't even know what Saltburn's about. Like, I don't have enough context. All I know is it's a scary movie and he's in it. And that just. Or not scary, a disturbing movie, and he's in it. And that just makes so much sense to his personality. And, like, always, when I see character characters, when I see actors who are playing characters like this all the time, like, I think it's important to have a range. And, like, you can play a bad person, you can play a good person. But when you're just playing these, like, actually terrifying, intimidating figures, it makes me wonder what goes on in your brain at night. And it's, like, the same thing with, like, Evan Peters. But Evan Peters, side note, is gorgeous. But he also scares me a little bit. Like, if I I would not want to meet him in person. Like, he is not a celebrity crush I would want to have an interaction with. Like, I'll look at you on the screen. But please stay away from me and my family, sir. You know? But Jacob Elordi, I don't even want to look at at the screen. Because I just look at him and it's just like, Nash Hawthorne. It's like, okay, like, thank you and good night. But, yeah, I'm just, I'm getting so many edits of him. And it's like, thank you. Goodbye now. Like, thank you, next, you know, goodbye, so, yeah, Jacob Elordi is not it, amen, sister, the last one is Madeline Ann will grow up to be a superstar, this one I strongly disagree with, Madeline Ann is already a superstar, I'm actually the star of this show, what do you mean grow up, it's happening now, okay, like, where are you, where have you been, uh, again, did you not hear me? Like, I am number one podcast on all podcasting platforms. Like, number one podcast in the world, in the universe, in in the in the Milky Way. Like, like it's all me. I'm I'm the star of the show here. Like, I'm already famous. Like, I am a superstar. I'm the I'm the oh my gosh, what is it? Like national sweetheart. What is it? I forget whatever, sweetheart, whatever, Miss Americana, Taylor Swift has been dethroned, it's me now, guys, I, I just, I disagree with this, like, it's already happened, <laughs> thank you, goodbye, so that concludes all of the hot takes, and all of my responses to them, um, I hope everyone enjoyed hearing themselves featured, and if you want to hear, wait a minute, I forgot one, no oh my gosh okay wait 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 wait. this one was dm'd to me that's why i forgot it hold on it just popped into my head
Okay, so this one was... Wait, let me pull it up so I can get the exact phrasing. But this one made me shake with rage. And actually, no one's going to care. But... <laughs> okay. The Prince of Hearts is not attractive. With a little smiley face. Girl! Okay, so anyways, this is from a book. It's from... It's by Stephanie Garber. And you have to read Carvel first. And he's in Carvel. But then, like, his series is Once Upon a Broken Heart. I think that's what it's called. Yeah, I'm right. Um, so, he's the love of my life. Get out. What are you talking... And actually, what's so embarrassing about this is... Two minutes ago, I was talking about how I don't trust people who play psychotic characters. And that's all that this guy is. But he... Guys, you don't understand. He's misunderstood. So anyways, get out. Get out. What do you mean he's not attractive? He's the love of my life. What do you mean? What do you mean? What do you mean? Enough. Shut your mouth. This is the most offensive one I've gotten today. I'd rather someone had swiped up on that story and said, Taylor Swift sucks. She's bad for the environment. This, my heart is breaking. It's like, there's like a little line down the middle. It's in half. I'm going to have to go in for surgery soon. Like, I don't think you understand what you did to me when you said this. You've just, you've destroyed me. You knew. And I never would have done this to you. I never would have done this to you. I've been saying that all week for some reason. Like, it's just stuck in my head. Anytime somebody does something I don't like, I'm just like, I never would have done this to you. Anyways. Um, yeah, you suck for that. <laughs> just kidding. Um... I'm distraught, horrified, flabbergasted, heartbroken. Like, the friendship is over. Okay, so that now concludes um, our episode. And no, what? I'm still talking. That's not the conclusion of our episode. That concludes the Instagram piece. And I was going to do, like, I had a little rant queued up because it's something that's been boiling all week. Um, <clears throat> ever since this weekend, actually, but, <clears throat> but I've been talking so much and responding to these that that might just have to be next week's thing. Um, so yeah, I hope everyone enjoyed hearing their hot takes. Um, it was really fun to respond to. I liked this a lot. I had a lot to say. Um, and of course, everyone is always entitled to their own opinion. Always. Like, I, again, I will never tell anyone how to think. I will never tell anyone how to live their life. I just kind of have fun hearing what people have to say and seeing if I agree with it or not. But, you know, if everyone had the same opinion all the time, life would be really boring. And I also wouldn't be making this podcast and I wouldn't be having as much fun with it. And my dad's texting me. Apparently my mom's using her phone wrong, I think. Maybe. I don't know. Something about using her phone. Um, I don't know. But yeah, shout out to you, dad. And shout out to you, mom. Your husband's a snitch. So <laughs> this is fun. I don't really want this to end because after this, I have to sit around all day with no one to talk to again. It's so, it's so sad and hard being a sick, sick orphan girl. Just, just a sick British orphan. Please, please help the help the poor British. We need you. 
But yeah, that's the end. I had a I had a good rant. But it'll just have to wait. It'll have to wait. So be ready because I have one. So anyways, I hope you enjoyed this episode. I'm drawing this out way longer than it needs to be. But I had fun reacting to your hot takes. I had fun with my hot take at the beginning. And that is people shouldn't use the Bible for their misogyny and wrongful opinions because God said spread love. And that is definitely not what y'all are doing. So goodbye. Wait, I forgot to update you all. Um, I feel like it's an honorable time to mention this because um, right before I recorded this, I finally finished the Vampire Diaries, like all of it. And I sobbed like hysterically. And like, that's, that's just because I'm really emotional all the time. And like endings always make me so sad. Like I could hate it so much. And it's just like, oh, it's over. And that just makes me really sad. So anyways, I was sobbing. Like they, it was foul. Um, and yeah, I, I, oh, it was tragic. But I'm, it's, I'm free. The last season was terrible through and through until the end when it made me cry. And that, so sad. But yeah, so I've, I've spent my day crying pretty much. And then um, making this. So thank you for giving me a light at the, <laughs> at the end of the tunnel. That was a terrible day. Just kidding. It's for, like, for me, it's only 12, 13 in the afternoon right now. So I have the whole day ahead of me. But you're probably listening to this at 7. Or maybe it's like 9 o'clock now because I've been talking forever. But anyway, that's the update. Little P.S. at the end of the letter. Okay, goodbye for real this time.